Hey everyone, you're listening to the Ask Daryl Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 5, Five Ways to Master Facebook Live. The Ask Daryl Podcast is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, break down your questions about church communications. This podcast is part of the Church Communications Network. Check us out at churchcommunications.com. Well, today we're talking about Facebook Live. We're talking about it for a whole host of reasons, one of which is the fact that it seems to be more prevalent on Facebook because honestly, Facebook loves it. They love it when you use Facebook Facebook Live because as we can all we all know is the more you use it, the more it goes further up the algorithm and gets in people's news feeds, which is great because that's what you want. At the end of the day, you want to be in front of people and Facebook Live is the way to do that. So how do you master it? And I say master it. How do you get better at it? How do you do it well? Uh, how do you do it in such a way that you know you, you maximize your effort that you're putting into it? So I'm going to break down five quick ways to make sure that happens. The first thing you want to do is is you want to make sure that when you do Facebook Live, you give it the proper amount of length. A lot of us treat Facebook Live kind of like we do Instagram Stories, if you will, or or like maybe even like Instagram Live, where you're just kind of you're up there, you kind of do something quick, and then you kind of get off of it. And what I've noticed with Facebook Live is that you. The further, the longer you stay on it, the better off you're going to be. In other words, when you start an actual broadcast, you want a bare minimum, of, I would say, of like 10 to 15 minutes at the minimum of an actual live broadcast. And the reason for that is, is when you go live on your page, your personal profile, group, whatever that is, Facebook then all of a sudden notifies everybody in their news feeds. So all of a sudden, all those notifications go out across the board to everybody via their mobile devices, desktop, whatever they're on. And then it takes them a while to click on and then actually watch the live stream. So what happens is is you instinctively kind of have to wait for everybody to kind of get notified. Then everybody kind of joins. So it takes a while for that to happen. And then people share it, like it, and all of a sudden it goes into other news feeds. And so you want that network effect to happen. So you want to give it breathing room to make that happen. So I'm telling you 10 to 15 minutes at a bare minimum to kind of get started. And if you can go longer, 20, 30, that. That would be awesome. Of course, that probably means you need to have a plan, that kind of stuff, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. The key thing is, is understand that length does matter when it comes to Facebook Live. You don't want to be short because then all of a sudden is you got on, got off, and you know what? You didn't really like it didn't people weren't able to experience it live. I mean, granted, they can watch the replay, but you want that live element. And we've kind of experienced that for ourselves with our Facebook lives that we've done for church communications. We've noticed that when we go short. We don't really get the same amount of love that we do when we turn around and we actually push it and, and we go length. We've been averaging now, I think, closer to, to 25 to 30 minutes for our live streams. And when I go 45 minutes to an hour um, on when I do online training, I find that it works really well. And we get a lot of really great feedback on that. And we reach a lot more news feeds. Now, the second thing you need to do is you need to understand that interaction matters. You want to take a hold of one of the advantages that, that Facebook Live offers you, and that's the ability to Interact with your audience, comments, if you will, uh, feedback from your audience and kind of get them engaged and involved in the whole experience. Now, this is a little, little difficult when you're doing, say, like your church's worship stream. Okay, If you push your church's worship service over to Facebook Live, you can have interactions via the chat, but the pastor or the person on the stage speaking, they're not the one doing that chat. It's more likely you or a volunteer doing that. But when you do Facebook Live on a personal level, you want to be able to interact with those comments talk stuff through people, create an interactive environment. One way to do that is using a tool called BeLive.tv. That's BeLive, B-E-L-I-V-E.tv. And we use that for our church communications uh, podcast, uh, our live podcast stream. And it's great because we can actually put viewers' comments up on the screen. We can talk to them. We can interact back and forth. 
if we could play with them. It's just an overall really kind of nice environment to create. And we have these regulars who now show up to watch the stream. And so it's kind of, you kind of build a family by having that interaction. So the next time that you go live, they'll want to be there because you know you're going to interact with you. They're going to talk. And again, you're building the community online via that interaction. So the interactive piece is great because you really want to create a conversation as much as possible. Number three, time of day matters. Um, it does matter. You know, we actually, you know, I think Katie just wrote, uh, actually we discussed it on the last podcast of the Church Communications podcast about what time of the day is best to post on social media. And I think our answer was it really kind of depends on you and your audience. I would tell you with Facebook Live, it's even more important to really kind of hone in on what's really going to work with live. I, I have found that live works best if it's early in the morning or in the evening. During the midday, midday we don't get nearly as much interaction. I think it's because most people are at work. So it's one thing for them to look at a post real quick. There's nothing for them all of a sudden to watch a video while they're at their office or on their phones, whatever they're doing. I found that the evening works really great because people are kind of sitting back, they're watching TV, Facebook Live comes open, they may throw their phone open and turn around and just watch a live stream. And in the morning before they're on their way to work or they're on the breakfast table, that seems to work as well. But I found like midday is kind of an area that we kind of stay away from. Uh, uh, evenings and in the mor- and early mornings works for us. And of course, Sunday and weekends is a little different. You probably can go live throughout that those two days. But during the weekday, the workday, if you will, I found that Facebook Live works best in the evening or in the morning in terms of uh, audience interaction. At least that's what's worked for, for us. Uh, number four, promotion matters. You want to promote when you're going to be live on Facebook. So that could be setting up an event. That could be however you want to advertise that. But promotion works because what you want to do is you want to create the feeling of anticipation for an event. Um, I Now, we've done a lot where I've just literally just, – we just go live um, and we don't do promotion. But we what we've tried to do lately is, is build schedules. So for the Church Communications podcast, for example, you'll know that we're – Every Wednesday at eight o'clock, that's when we do our podcast. So we want to we want to build that repetition and promotion. So the fact that it becomes this kind of event that you look forward to doing, and you kind of know when it's going to happen. We don't want it to be one of the things where it just pop, randomly pops up. And occasionally that will happen, and it's kind of fun when you do those things. But you want to promote this thing. You want to promote it. You want to say, if it's for your church, you want to say, hey. Be here at this time. Check out, be at our page at Facebook at this time. Because guess what? We're going to do a live stream from Facebook Live on our page. Maybe you have to give people the page's URL to, to make it a little bit easier for them. But promotion matters and promotion helps. And the last thing is, is that you want to favor execution over perfection. One of the things I joke about is that when we started doing Facebook Live is that our pastor would sometimes yell cut in the middle of it thinking that he could cut and we could edit it. And we were like, we're live. You just got to roll with it. And he laughed. We laughed. It was really good. You know, it was a good joke between all of us. But what we realize is, is that, is that sometimes you will prevent, will prevent you sometimes from going live is the fact is this live element. I've had numerous conversations with ministers and other people who say, I'm scared of live. But they want to do pre-recorded video because they can edit it. They can, you know, if they goof up, but live kind of scares them. And I tell people, it's no different than you if you're teaching a seminar, you're teaching a class in front of people where you may say something, you regret it and go, okay, let me correct myself. You can do all that live and it's going to be okay. But don't let that live aspect stop you from doing it because you think it has to be perfect. Be willing to execute a lot more then you are willing to, to have to hold out for perfection because that often that's going to prevent you from creating the content and going live. And I also understand this, that if you go live over a certain number of periods of time, you're going to get better at this. You're going to get better at creating this content, 
feeling more natural doing those things. I remember when I first started doing this podcast, I think at the first five episodes, I literally had to do each episode, I would say no less than probably five to seven takes of an episode until I got used to just sitting in front of a mic and just talking by myself in a room. And then once I got good at that, it kind of just flowed and just kind of happened. Facebook Live is the same thing. You're going to, it's going to take you and your staff a while to get used to it, get comfortable with it. And guess, you know, guess what? You're going to need to accept the fact that guess what? You're going to have a lot of flaws, but as long as you execute, that's what matters. And over time, you're going to get better. You're going to get better at, at actually, actually perfection, if you will, for whatever that is for you. You're going to get better at hitting that. Now, I mentioned that was the five things I wanted to talk to, but there's, there's one thing I, I, I realized I failed to mention and I want to come back and circle around that. And I talked about that just a little bit earlier. When you do Facebook Live, one of the things that will help you out in your execution and being nervous is, is just have a general outline for what you want to hit. What are the target points you want to hit? Think about the content you're going to do. Sometimes you'll get really good. Again, you'll probably get good with live where you can just go live and you can talk and feel natural and you may not have a roadmap. But when you're starting out, try to start out and create a roadmap of where you want to hit, where you want to go. And that way you kind of feel comfortable and you kind of have a, a, a plan, if you will. That way it feels, again, it feels like you know where you're going. you got a plan. If something goes off the rails, you can get yourself back on track. But those are one of the things you want to think through. You want to think through the content. What are you really asking your audience to do? Is there a call to action? What is that? How do you open open it? How do you end it? Just those little things you want to think through and kind of plan out. They don't have to be perfect, but just think through those little kind of details. It'll make the whole Facebook Live experience that much easier for you. Again, I think Facebook Live is where you want to be when you're thinking through video on Facebook. I mean, pre-produced video is great, but again, live has that, that so much of that richness in terms of being in the moment element that honestly, it's a really great tool for your church and you don't want to miss out on that. So Facebook Live, try it out. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear what's going on with you as you experiment with Facebook Live. Well, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you love this podcast, we'd love for you to review it on iTunes. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. If you're on an Android device, we're also in the Google Play Store. And of course, you can check us out at churchcommunications.com as well. Hope you're having a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.